0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stocklight Network.
1: My Mac Podcast 586. Don't keep the keeper. Wait a moment.
2: This isn't my show. You're listening to the G Men on the MyMac.com
0: podcast.
3: My Mac Podcast 586. From, I don't know how that title got in there. Some weirdos on the other end of the line, I think. Anyway, the new Star Wars movie and the new Star Trek trailer. But guess what? It's almost the same old G Men. Almost. I th- almost. I think we have Mr. Guy Searle on the other end of the line. And if I'm not mistaken, I think we've got an interloper.
2: Oh, I, I don't like it when lopers enter. I don't either. You need to lock the door. Right. <laughs> yeah well it's, it's my own fault it Thank really you. is wrote that stupid screenplay god <laughs> <laughs> how you doing carl
1: um, fine thanks uh very busy getting ready for christmas watching films and stuff in a proper big cinema for once as opposed to my dingy little bedroom which is nice
3: yeah. yes folks yes folks carl and i were having a very um it's, god,
2: it's car- carefully, yeah, carefully is- a careful yeah. conversation
3: Carefully constructed conversation around Star Wars, because our good friend, uh, Mr. Geisel hasn't <sighs> seen, so we had to be very careful. But uh, yes, I went to see Star Wars. Um, the Force finally wakes up um, <laughs> last week.
2: Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's only taken them three prequels to do it. Whoa, <laughs> sorry, it just hit my microphone. Um, yeah, so I, I haven't, I'm hoping to go see that tonight. That, you know, that'll be fun. If mm-hmm. I can, you know, convince the wife. Yeah, both my kids want to go. Uh Peter's already seen it. Uh I don't know if Guy has seen it or not, but I mean all night long, once I told Guy I wanted to go see it, he was he was like, So are we gonna go tonight? We're gonna go tonight. I said, Well, <laughs> your mother doesn't want to go tonight. And he stopped for a second and said, Well, then are we gonna go tonight? It's like, Oh, come on. <laughs> it's like God, you're you Are we, you're, there, yeah? Are we yeah, there, yeah? Yeah, you're a senior at the university. Okay? You think you could figure out that no, we're not going to go tonight means no, we're not going to go tonight. But apparently not.
3: Hey-ho. Yeah.
1: Anyway, it's a Why you a lot of geeks are into Star? I mean, Star Wars is the reason I got into computers. I feel because you know it's the first sci-fi film I ever sat there. I think I was seven years old, and I sat there like just. Amazed by what was going on in front of me. And it involved computers and stuff and science or science fiction anyway. And then later on through life, obviously when real computers came along, it, it always got me excited because I'd seen it in the past and like computer graphics and, and people use computers. And so Star Wars in a way, indirectly in a way, is why I got into interested in computers and things. And I think a lot of people of my generation are in a similar
2: boat. Yeah, I got into computers because um, I had money to spend. <laughs> <laughs> lucky, lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, see, I'm about, I think I'm, I'm at least 10 years older than both of you. Um,
3: I think not. Uh, well, anyway, let's not, let's not have a okay, conversation, okay. because I've got a feeling we might be having quite a long show. Yeah, as, yeah. we, as about three or four shows ago, we said we were definitely going to try and shorten them. And yeah. I think since then they've actually got longer.
2: Yeah, they, they kind of have. <laughs> they kind of have. Um, now, you remember last week I, I talked about getting the new mixer that uh, my old Alesis Multi-Mix 8 was, was you know, it was okay, but it, it just really wasn't kind of doing it. So I got that, that cool Behringer mixer. Well, I returned it because it was kind of too much for what I needed it to do. And instead I got a Alesis Multi-Mix 8 USB, which is basically <laughs> a newer version of the same one that <laughs> I had before. Well, I use a Ford one. one though. <sighs> Um well you, the the thing is with most of these mixers especially the USB mixers unless you spend like a lot of money you don't get uh, a multi-track out mixer Other, you, all you basically get is a stereo or left and right channel mix which in most cases is fine and even with even recording this podcast is fine i mean there are several things that i do to still separate the tracks but which i you know i won't go into today uh, but will be in the eventual book on podcasting that I'm writing. <laughs> plug, plug, that doesn't exist yet. Um, it should be a laugh riot. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, as a matter of fact, I got, as soon as I talked about it, I got a tweet from Carl saying, oh, God, now we're going to have to do a screenplay for your podcasting book. It's
1: got to be I one don't... of even the, the shortest book of all time or the longest book
2: of all time. I yeah, think. yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Now, actually, uh, your show, Carl, which is the Mac and Force show, uh, is currently on hiatus for the holidays.
1: Yes, because my work's running me ragged at the moment. So I just want to come home and go to bed, basically.
2: No, that makes sense. Uh, so that that's the reason for the season as far as, as far as your podcast goes. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. So nothing new other than going to see a movie that you can't talk about because I. <laughs> that's right.
1: No I'm, I'm the same as you I got my my huge iPad uh through
3: eventually um I bet, I bet those those huge iPads look look still about the same size in your hands do they it's like an iPad mini really yeah
2: yeah <laughs> yeah the old ones kind of look like a uh 6 iPhone 6
3: <laughs>
2: that's
1: it no I mean it's, it's uh, there's nothing there's a lot going on at the moment obviously um but most of the rumors and stuff have died down you know because they 're not really actually thinking about it because i've seen already seen things like for the iPhone seven yeah. um, you know people predicting that, people predicting a smaller phone coming coming in March, Apple watch coming in March, and stuff like that, so you know the old things turning around there's a lot of other stories that mainly deal with the um, the way Apple is running their business at the moment, like uh, it was an interview with Tim Cook uh, where he was going into the tax avoidance stuff, and he's saying, oh, it's just political."
2: Political but, crap um, is what he said.
1: Yes. Well, it's I didn't want to drag us down to that level. But
2: <laughs> Really? This show? You're worried about dragging down this show? Yes. But, uh, yeah,
1: I mean, there's, so there's some stories out there that are quite interesting, but most of it is just, you know, end of year, people just trying to push out stories that are not that really interesting because there's nothing really going on. I can't imagine Apple's going to release yet another product by the end of the year. I mean, we've had the little no. fat battery pack.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's not go into that.
1: Wow, <laughs> Mr. ugly. Well, yeah, but it's it's just a battery pack. I mean, you know, they're all ugly. It's, it's you know, even if you get one of the ones, some are less look, ugly. Well, they just make your phone look like a chubby little device, don't they? So, I've never seen a, a nice ba- an extended battery pack that looks good. I mean, they even make your That's phone true. look
3: huge. That's true. So, 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 what, so, you think that Apple's idea was well, none of them look good, so let's make this one look. Bu- ugly <laughs> yeah
2: because that's what everybody wants is a butt ugly phone well, what
3: i'd like to know is the people i've not heard anybody yet talk about putting it on the table because very often when i'm at work i have my iphone on the desk and i'll perhaps flip it on quickly do a quick you know bit of searching quick of emails responses etc all, all of that now, if i had that pack on the back is it going to be wobbling on the table all the time when i'm trying to do that no it, or,
2: it wobbles because of the camera. No, it doesn't, because I've got a case uh-huh.
3: on. But remember,
1: if you're in, if you're on a desk, if you you've probably got a power charger there, so you're probably not using it. It's for really
3: when you're out on the road, out away. From yeah, your- but the thing is, people don't do that, do they? They, they don't put them on and take them off. They, I would, because I I'd, I'd want that so it had longer lifespan when I was out doing my walks and stuff, when I knew I was going to be out for a long time. But a lot of people, they just put them on and leave them on, don't they? So anyway, anyway. Well, what have
2: you my- got going on, guys? what have
3: i got going on i went to the apple store yesterday now you you all know that i bought this new iMac which is you know super, um, fast. super fast and uh absolutely fantastic and i ordered with it I, I didn't order the standard keyboard i changed it to a extended um wired wire keyboard. yeah with the with the number pad on the side but I I've already have one of those, and I cleaned it up, the one I've got, and I thought, actually, why do I need another one? So um, I got the new – I did change the order to include the new Magic Trackpad.
2: Well, and, they don't, uh, do they include that, or do they charge you extra? when you, No, no, when
3: no, you that's, extra. that's extra. That's okay. extra. The Trackpad is extra, but the keyboard you can swap and change to um, a number of different ones. Anyway, I um, – I changed the order to uh, include the extended wired keyboard, and then before it got dispatched, or just about the same time it's being dispatched, I thought, "Well, what? I'm an idiot because my extended keyboard that I've got at the moment with the numpad is working fine. It's absolutely fine. So why, why order another one? And I might as well get the um, the, the new wireless um, keyboard. Do that they, call, do they the tra- actually
2: call that the Magic Keyboard? They do, actually. Wow. I don't know
3: what's magic about it, but other than the fact that it's just got the, you know, the uh, lightning charging port on it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I tried to change the order to that, and I couldn't because the order was being packed and ready to go out. I said, fine. I said, any chance I could change it at the store? They said, yeah, that will not be a problem. Just take the keyboard into the store, and you'll be able to change it. So that's what I did yesterday. However...
2: (laughs) But wait, However, there's
3: more. <laughs> I've got to say, whenever I've heard um, a certain podcaster, Mr. Adam Christensen, talk about the service that he has received from Apple stores in the U.S., I've always been slightly jealous because the um, <laughs> the service that I've had in the U.K. from the Apple stores has been
2: somewhat less. <laughs> um, really? So it's basically, it's the difference. You walk into an Apple store in the U.S. and you're like, Hello, can, can we serve you a glass of wine? Then you go into one in the, in the UK and they're like, Oi, what are you doing here?
3: <laughs> no, not, not like okay. that at all, not, really. Not,
2: if not I'm like honest. No, okay. not like that. That anyway, was, like, that was I, like my best Dick fan. Can I, will you let
3: me finish? <laughs> <laughs> so I, <laughs> I explained the situation and the guy looked at me and he went, hmm, I, Can I just pass you over to this person here? Because he'll be able to deal with that. So this person here comes over to me and he says, and I explain the situation. And he says, I'll just need to speak to my manager. And he goes over to his manager and he comes back and he comes back with a keyboard. I thought, oh, that was easy. This is great. This is great. Apple service. And he said, now, um, the difference between the two is this. And I looked at him and I said, sorry. He said, the difference between the two is this. And you'll have to pay that. I said, I don't think so. And he looked at me and I went, "Um, I, yes, ordered this online, but I have been to this store many times and bought lots of things for this store. And I'm not going to tell you how many Apple products I've got, but I am not paying for that keyboard. And he went, well, um," I said, look, I've just spent X amount of money on the iMac. I do not expect to have to spend a little bit extra just because, yes, my fault. I changed the order of the keyboard, but I was told by Apple, I could come here and get it changed and exchange with no charge.
2: And then he, and he said, said, and he,
3: he said, I'll just go and speak to my manager <laughs> again. <laughs> anyway, he came back and he finally said, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Understand the situation. Um, we'll swap the key- keyboard. But it was the way he kind of looked at me and said, and the difference between the two is this, and you're going to have to pay. Well, Uh, No, I don't think so. I don't think so. And I've had this before when I've gone into an Apple store where you have to stand your ground as much as you'd have to stand your ground in any other store. So when it comes to service in an Apple store in the UK, I've never been overly impressed until you actually kind of, you know, chest out, shoulders back. Excuse me? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes,
3: (laughs) Yes, <laughs> until that happens.
2: <sighs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I got a case of the giggles this morning.
3: Yeah, you have. Anyway, so I've now got my magic keyboard, and I've got my magic new magic trackpad, and uh, I've got my magic mouse as well. And what I'm doing, I'm putting the magic mouse to one side and moving it away to try and concentrate on just using the the, the trackpad. Um, but I've had a few fails on it so far. So uh, anyway. I'll, I'll let you know in the upcoming weeks how I'm getting on.
2: Yeah, I still I still use that um I think who makes this damn thing. I think it's a Logitech MK Oh, don't start with the
3: num- with the product numbers.
2: Well, it's a MK70. It's it's great. It's great. This is this is like the trackball that I have used for one oh, like yes, it. Yeah, I started yeah. with the wired one and you know uh, most trackballs have the ball in the middle. I hate those. They they're like just so unintuitive i I like it where you know my thumb just kind of glides around and moves stuff around anyway um sorry i just want to go
1: back to what gaz was like gaz
2: didn't you try
1: didn't you try like pulling ranks i do know who i am
2: (laughs) (laughs)
3: have you not heard of the (laughs) g-men yeah that's when they say oh
1: sorry Uh,
2: about that here's your (laughs) price and it's doubled
3: i uh I, i don't like you know because then I get a horde of people around me. Because you know, oh, word gets yes. out. Oh, so you got yeah. sunglasses on. You got the and sunglasses I, I, on
1: the baseball cap on.
3: Yeah, so you I've got. And you know, I had to get back, so you know, I, I couldn't just hang. Didn't around have
2: time for that autograph session. No,
3: no, I didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're right. I did just build uh, a quick 4K, um, well, an iMac basically. And you're right. You can swap out those two keyboards, and there's no difference in price when you build no, them.
3: So I don't know why
1: they gave you so much that's grief.
3: It's weird. No, I do. well, I well, I do. I do. Because do you look it's, shady? No, because the store won't then have a box in which to put the old keyboard in. Oh. So because obviously the box that comes with the iMac is a box which is orientated to actually keep the uh, any mouse that you might have in there or trackpad and the keyboard. So, yeah, that causes that's That's why they kind of wanted to push back. But, uh, you know, I said, no, thank you. You're going to swap it. Uh, else, I'm time. sending. I said, else, I'm sending the IMAP And Don't <laughs> yes. think I won't. Don't think I won't. Tim, Tim we'll will. Will hear about this. <laughs> I said, guy's going to hear about it. Yeah, and yeah, and he's big.
2: I am. You, you don't, you don't want me coming all the way over there. I, well, I know Gaz doesn't. Well, but
3: I did, what, I didn't, what I didn't realize was that Carl was going to be on today because I'd have said, and Carl's big, and he's going to hear about it, <laughs> and he's <laughs> close. Uh, uh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we'll walk in with suits and sunglasses. So anyway. you, you're giving my friend a hard time here.
1: This is not the keyboard he's looking for.
2: That's right. Wave, <laughs> waving our hands mystically. I, I did try that. This is not <laughs>
3: the keyboard I'm looking for. And That w- is.
2: Didn't work? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, well, here's the other thing you could have tried.
3: <laughs> yeah, I might have got thrown out then. Oh, you, there was an awful lot of people in there uh, with red shirts on. And not so many people with not red shirts on.
2: Oh, well, was, see, they're I'm all expendable. Sorry. I was quite surprised. <laughs> yeah, if you're wearing a red shirt, you're pretty much expendable.
3: I.e., it wasn't as busy as I thought it would be. Well, what they were all
2: waiting for the Star Trek, or Star Trek, the Star Wars movie to begin.
3: <laughs> ah, well, shall we? And you were right the first time Ryan. Round. If they're in the red shirts, they're waiting for the Star Trek because yeah. they're all going to.
2: Yeah. Anyway, yes. We'll oh, go to
3: that. Actually, concrete.
2: before before we go, oh
3: no, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, back do off. either do either Guys one of you? I just remembered something. I did, I did.
2: Said. Do either one of you watch uh, the Big Bang Theory? Oh yes. I don't know if when they play the latest episodes over in the UK, but the the latest episode that they showed here. Here's some spoiler alerts. Um, they're all going to the Star Wars premiere, and they invite Will Wheaton. To go with them. <laughs> so they're, wait- they're waiting in the movie theater for the show to start. Will Wheaton isn't with them. And they hear all this booing. And they turn around and look. Will Wheaton comes in with a blue Star Trek tunic on and Vulcan ears. And as they're all booing, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, more, more. <laughs> anyway. Yes. It was a really good episode for you've, reasons you've beyond ru- that. you ruined that show for me now. Oh, what, the entire show or so, just so, episode?
3: So now Carl and I are going to tell you a spoiler.
2: No! <laughs> don't do that. Anyway, yeah, so let's go over to MyMac.com before this gets any more ridiculous. What, uh, little- Carl, why don't you take the first one? Okie dokie. Um, upstanding desk, review by wuss, walk
1: witch. Walk a witch. Sorry if that's wrong. Not well, close enough. To sit or not to sit? To stand or not to stand? That is the question. It has been a normal daily routine going back to before typewriters and through the computer age for one to sit at a desk to work or to relax and read email or surf the web. In the past few years, the logic of sitting down at a desk has come into review. as an impact upon the user's body and what happens if one sits down all the time. University studies have shown that extended sitting has required a neck. Have, is having a negative impact upon the human body with a possible increase in coronary heart disease Ooh. and other health problems from lack of movement. Yet, there is also the possibility of negative impact for extended standing. Well, you
3: can't win can't. No, you can't, you can't, you can't yeah, win either way. You see, you see, actually, if you are going to actually look at an upstanding desk, everybody, do your research because I've heard recently that they're no better for you than just sitting down. What is good for you is movement. That's what you need to do. So all of this hype about upstanding desk, you know, there's, there's a couple of people at work that've got them, but actually, I've heard they don't actually assist. What what assists is movement and getting up and walking around. So uh, yeah. but so do your research. I've um, got
2: mine but, on a treadmill.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and what the problem is problem is with that guys, your computer and everything else moves further away while you're sat watching it all. Isn't that well right? actually
2: yeah. most people seem to prefer that with me. <laughs> uh, I next- just
3: say, I'd just
1: like to second regular movement is most important.
2: Next up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Phillips Milk of Magnesia is sponsoring this product or this this podcast this week. Uh, Next up is the Logic Keyboard Adobe Photoshop CC Shortcut Keyboard for Mac. This is a review by Wob. This is Wob Bud. Messages. We don't need no stinking messages. Keyboard shortcuts have long been a method for experienced Adobe Photoshop users to increase productivity. The Logic Keyboard Shortcut Keyboard will jumpstart the process of using the keyboard in lieu of a mouse. Adobe Photoshop is a product with amazing depth of features, including a daunting number of keyboard shortcuts. I don't know why I'm talking like this. And a steep learning curve. Logic Keyboard Shortcut Keyboard, something or other, serves to flatten that curve by providing color-coded keycaps with graphics and text hints into the deeper uh, recesses of Photoshop CC. Go on over to the website, and you'll find it there.
3: Rachel! Sorry, Bob. <laughs> he's, he's in a funny mood. I am. Right? And we, we can't stop him. Okay, the next one on the list is Capture One Pro 9. This is a review by Sark Mealy. Earlier this year, MyMac looked in-depth at Capture One Pro 8 from the Danish company Phase One. It's an impressive alternative to Apple's own Aperture, which is no longer being developed and, although the digital asset management system of choice for many, is not guaranteed to work on unspecified, work on unspecified future operating systems. Version 9 of Capture One Pro was released this month. It's every bit as good as its predecessor and remains the preferred alternative to ca- to Aperture over Adobe's Lightroom. Uh, Carl, the dog.
1: I'm about to start. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Stood, sorry.
3: Stood sorry. Will you let Carl Will finish? Yeah, I'll let him finish. All right, you go now, Carl. We won't interrupt you again. We, we, no, we just okay? won't.
2: We, we'll stop. You want me to go yeah. now? Yeah, so yeah. Now?
1: Yes. So nice. now. Right so now. Right now. Now. Missy. Now. Right. You're <laughs> yourself... You're making yourself look silly now. Just get on with it. Won't be new. All-Dock Multi-Device Premium Charger. review by Nomjimo. This is Nom GMO. What's the message? Uh, UMP design and styling combine forces in this array of beautiful, world-best natu- natural wood charging stations for iOS and other portable gear, including the Apple Watch. Different sizes of all-Docks are available. Each charging port has a full 200- 2,400 milliamp smart... Power supply, cables are out of sight within the base section while your devices are displayed in, order for, in the order you choose for use while charging, if
2: desired. And next up is Dragon Anywhere. Anywhere! Not just here, not just there, but anywhere. For iOS, this is a review by Chark Mapple. I know him. I, he's a great guy. <laughs> Since the release of IBM's Via voice, bonus points to those of you who know what he's on about. Mark has been following the progress of speech recognition over recent years. He's been a longtime user of Dragon Dictate from Nuance, and he uses voice recognition on his Mac, courtesy of Dragon Dictate 5, Dictate 5, careful, careful, on a daily basis. When Nuance showed a tech demo of Dragon Anywhere for iOS earlier this year, announcing availability this fall, Mark had been waiting with bad breath sorry, baited breath to go hands on. The time has finally come. Dun dun dun. Go on over to the website and check it out, y'all. Right. Last one. What's, what's going on with my computer?
3: <laughs> it's gone it's gone weird on me. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> what's happening? I don't know what's happening. It's all gone weird. <laughs> I'm all upset
2: now. Don't be upset.
3: Okay, iHome Fit Wireless Bluetooth Earphones IB73. A review by Elisa.
0: You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli.
3: Okay, Elisa listens to podcast when she's what? Hm? Uh? That's what's going on. This
0: company—it's all got
3: changed. It's all changed. <laughs> I oh, am no. not
2: touching Carl. It's Carl. No, it's no. not me. It's not
3: me.
1: Right. Okay. It's, what it's I'm going to do? Ghost keyboard. Oh, okay, okay. Ghost in so, the keyboard.
3: <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> iHome Fit Wireless Bluetooth Earphones IB73 review by, as we previously said, Elisa Pacelli.
0: You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. You Elisa, say Jolly J. Elisa. I say Jolly J. Wait, you can, can you yank stop yank it, tank? please? <laughs> this
3: is supposed to be a professional podcast. Oh, yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Step up to the plate. <laughs>
3: Elisa listens to podcasts when she's working out at the gym. She has a pair of earphones that she really likes. However, the cord is always getting in the way. Wireless Bluetooth solutions she's tried usually fell out after a few minutes or were uncom- uncomfortable. She was offered the opportunity to test the iHome Fitness, uh, Fit wireless Bluetooth earphones and she's so glad she did. These are now her go-to earphones. And I've got to say, stop the press, guys. Stop the press. What? Tech Fan 235. Ah, so that just came out. The Tech Fan Awakens. Tim and David discuss Star Wars. The Force Awakens, or the Force wakes up, or the Force finally gets the alarm on time it's on the second half it. of this episode and is not recommended for those who have not yet seen the movie spoilers galore you have been warned to start tim discusses his comcast modem problem and the fast resolution bad hoverboards and amazon's response kickstarter projects and crapware. mac keeper mm. hmm i wonder what we're going to be talking about in a while
2: yeah talk about spoilers He just just spoiled our second section. (laughs) Oh, Tim, 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 Tim.
3: See, that's what Tim says. Yeah, but people, if people don't listen to Techfan until we've told them about it, then they will hear our section before they hear Tim's. So
2: you're all right. Don't worry about it. Oh, but then Tim will say.
3: (laughs) Joe's going to be long.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so. If you would like to write for the MyMac.com website, and frankly, after that whole section, I can't imagine who wouldn't, please get a hold of John Nemo. Uh, Send him an email to Nemo at MyMac.com. Gaz, get us out of this incredibly long section.
3: Okay, everybody, make sure that you stand by to stand by, because Guy, Carl, and myself... Well, we're going to be right back in just a little while once we've woken up.
2: Oh, so it is
1: never late. Frederick Beckins is he, he arrives precisely when he means to. And usually listening to the Tech Fan podcast with Tim Robertson and David Cohen,
0: part of the Stop Light Network.
1: This is Cole Madden from the Mac and Fall Podcast, and I love listening to the G-Men because they remind me just how good
2: I am in comparison. And welcome everyone to the second uh, section I of the MyMac.com podcast, and uh, I'm powering right through, guys. <laughs> okay, <Good>. hold on. <laughs> Woo! Ah, we still have Carl with us. He was uh, crazy he hasn't enough. Disappeared. He hasn't disappeared. Stuck with us through uh, thick and thin, as uh, as we say, or somebody say. Thick.
3: No, thick and stupid.
2: Thick. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but which one am I? It doesn't
3: really matter. No,
2: I guess it really doesn't. Yeah, either thick or stupid. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast.
3: Thinking stupid. Think it's stupid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so we're going to go from that right into a serious subject. Yes. Uh so-called legitimate software that could be considered malware or nagware. And uh, we've got some links in the show notes that will tell you about some of these. And I've actually... I, um. My my neighbor contacted me, and it's not quite legitimate software. Actually, it's not legitimate software at all. She had she has a uh, a MacBook Pro, fifteen inch MacBook Pro, and she was getting all kinds of pop ups on it with the the audio messages. Your Windows computer, which was hysterical seeing how it's, it's a Mac, is infected with blah 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 blah. You need to call one eight seven seven blah 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 in order to get rid of it. It was like, oh god, what did you click? What did you click? And so she brought her computer over and I set it up and I started looking at it. And there was Mac keeper. There was something called advanced Mac cleaner, uh, which is malware and just all kinds of garbage that, that I had to go through to get rid of it. And the, uh, what really, really helped with it is is actually going to be my, uh, app pick this week. So, um, actually let me just go ahead and say that real quick, but I'll say it again later. Uh, Malwarebytes Anti-Malware. This is a free program that'll get rid of uh, a lot of the garbage. And it goes through your whole system and finds it. But what we are here to talk about is so-called legitimate programs that you could almost consider to be malware. And uh, one of them is uh, Adobe's program. Oh! that has seen many, many problems on OS 10, including too many to list security issues that seem to crop up nearly as fast as the old ones are patched. Now, Flash by itself is bad enough, but there are also many fake Flash installers that are Trojans. So in my mind, if you must use Flash, use it only on Google's Chrome browser, which automatically updates itself for Flash. And if you don't want to do that, uh, only get verifiable downloads for uh, Flash updates directly from Adobe. Don't click on any links that supposedly will update Flash for you or add new codecs or, or any of that crap.
3: Does it? Does it not? I mean, it it makes you think how advanced Apple were when they said Flash. No, we don't need it. We're not going with it because they said that many many years yeah, ago. Yeah, but just iPhone. before
2: the iPhone came out, two thousand seven. Now and, I've and got everybody this, I've got, went nuts when they did that.
3: Yeah, that's right. Absolutely, and the, the biggest headache that I have at the moment when it comes because I don't like using Google at all. As little as I can use Google, I use little Google. As little as often as I can't use it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What an Google amount. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what I do advise which you've said there is use Google's Chrome browser because that automatically updates. I would prefer to use Safari. However, I don't want to put any installs behind to make um, flash work. And I've got to say, BBC shout out to you for heaven's sake, stop using flash on your website. You don't have to, because whenever I pick up my phone or go use my iPad and go onto the BBC website, all of the Flash content plays. Yet when you go onto the BBC uh, website using Safari or a browser, it has to have Flash. Come on, BBC, pull your finger out and fix it,
2: please. Well, it sounds like they're using HTML5 for the mobile site, but not for the regular site.
3: It, weird.
2: Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's right. I'm right nice. on that, and I
3: can't.
1: I, I think I don't often cruise over to the um, BBC site to watch video and stuff because I always do it online. Uh, sorry, on a mo- mobile device. Yeah, but uh, yeah. there was yeah, it was a it's, they probably got some reason for it, like um, like Flash. They can guarantee works because you, you got to remember Flash came along for a reason. It, it allowed people to add multimedia to their websites and things like that, and made it a lot easier for people to do. Unfortunately. Ever since, virtually ever since it's come out, it's had to be patched regularly, and you've had to always stay on top of it because it is um, a target for people who want to put bad things on your machine, unfortunately. Um, So, you know, Apple decided just to try and get rid of it and then make it up to you to uh, decide if you want to put it on. Of course, that still doesn't... um, That that still makes it fairly easy for people to trick you into installing malware if you're not very sophisticated in these matters. Um, Could they have done more? Maybe, but I don't really see why they have to. Because you know, as a user, you have to take on some responsibility for yourself. Sure. And uh, the only the only thing I could say that these computer companies need to maybe start doing is stop pretending that computers are easy to use and easy to understand and actually remind people, but you know, you really should know basically what you're doing when you venture out there onto, onto the web or the net or whatever you want to call it, because there are people out there just like when you walk through a darkened street of London, there is a chance that something bad may happen to you if you stray into the wrong area, so to speak.
2: Yeah. And well, and, and it's, and it's not like flashes. The, uh, the only, uh, only not, I didn't want to say target. Um, uh, the only instance of something like this happens, and sometimes even a, even a, a program or a service that started off with potentially the best of intentions can be subverted into something that that people should stay away from. And the next example I have here uh, is is a is a good example of that. Now I met the uh, one of the founders of uh, G, I'm going to say Genio Genio, Genio oh. Wow. Uh, And her name was uh, Sol Tavaz, I think. She was from uh, from Israel. It was founded, now, this was founded in in April of 2008 with the goal of developing a personalization platform, which, unlike other platforms, resides solely on the user's computer and enables desktop application providers to add personalization capabilities without jeopardizing the, the user's privacy. And it was kind of based on the concepts of text mining, behavior, behavioral targeting, and personalization algorithms, and and really what it did was based on the, the sites that you would browse and all the rest of that. It would come up with almost like a, a, a little newsletter of stuff that you seem to have been interested in, and you know, kind of like an advanced RSS reader, uh, but apparently. It's been bought out by a couple of different companies over the years. And what it does now is it installs itself onto your computer and makes it almost impossible for users to remove it. Uh, It hijacks your browser and tracks browser usage with the intention of mining information. Uh, A lot of users have complained that it acts like a virus and that they need to run special programs just to remove it. And also malicious installers for video codecs and other types of invasive software have been found in the installer for this program. It may now also be known as Innkeeper. So I would say definitely stay away from Genio or Innkeeper or other programs of this nature. Develop your own stuff that you want to look at on a a regular basis and, you know, don't rely on somebody else to put it together for you.
1: That's got to be, like you say, 2008. I mean, that's old technology. Now, there's tons of services online that, you know, you can just, like RSS feeds, you subscribe to an RSS feed. Yeah. And like Apple, Apple News, for example, just recently, just does it on his own as far as, like, well, you give it a bit of a heads up when you start it up. But after that, it's just picking out information stories that he thinks you'll be interested in. And obviously, Google does this to a certain extent, well, it did with, um, when it had Reader and stuff before it shut it down. <laughs> Um, much to the anguished quiet cries of many many people.
2: I actually but, never used Reader.
1: But really, no, never did. Oh, you're the one.
2: Yeah. Anyway, so, but I complained like, about it. I said, take that off. They said, okay. <laughs> oh, you're right. We,
1: right, sell at. Um, <laughs> so, but Yahoo 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 News, they do a pretty good job. I, I know. We tend not to think about Yahoo anymore in this day and age, but like Yahoo offers something similar to this as well. Well,
2: but so does so AOL for that.
1: Yeah, not well. That's, that's true. If you want to go back even further, but uh, yeah, you do, it's it's again. I mean, it's one of those things where you have to like none of these programs you're about to say really install themselves on their own. Like you can get accidentally just by driving by a site on Windows, for example. Right. They all normally require you to to go in and and your username. For, for your Mac and stuff. So you have to participate with getting these things onto your onto your site most of the time. There are a few pop-ups now that are starting to appear, I notice, um, which are a bit trickier. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, you say this still, around, I can't think of anyone who'd actually want to use it. <laughs> this is the, this is, mind, mind you, I could say that most of these uh, programs you've got listed here, I've got well, to say. Maybe the, the last the one.
2: Problem, the problem is, and it's not limited to uh, just mac users uh, one of the one of the knocks against the mac that i hear all the time uh, is that oh well you don't get you don't get viruses on the mac because uh they've dumbed it down or uh you know the users aren't as sophisticated so apple did this and apple did that and it's like you know dude it's not a question of who has the dumber users from one platform to the next it's that you know if these programs weren't successful on on both platforms to to get users to install them, nobody would be talking about them but the you know the the, the fact is there are plenty of gullible people out there who will install this stuff because something pops up on their screen and says, "This is the new and shiny, and you mm-hmm. should do this to get these emojis or you need you need to install this so that you can watch this content or you can look at these pictures or, or what have you. And a lot of times people are just like, well, okay, I really kind of need that, I guess. And they go ahead and hit it. And, you know, the next thing they know, it's, uh, that's, and, you know, and they're, they're kind of screwed. And, and getting a lot of this stuff off is not easy.
1: True, but I do think Apple have tried to help them out to a certain extent with things like gateway um, or gatekeepers, gatekeeper. Sorry, yeah. Settings and stuff. What just called Mac? It's very confusing. Some of these titles are very close. I together G- But um, Yeah. So if you, if you, if you are getting, if someone has got a Mac and you're setting it up for them, at least you can now turn that on. And you know, some people might view it as an inconvenience, like, oh god, I have got to go in and I've got to give it permission to install something that it doesn't recognise. But at least it's that one step um, yeah. where it gives you time to think about it a little bit more.
2: Yeah. And honestly, I would rather have somebody come to me and said, I wanted to install this program and it wouldn't let me. Would you do it for me than having to go, "Okay, well, let me clean up your Mac again, you know, (laughs) from from all the stuff that that they've managed to install on it. And this next one, uh, Mac Defender, which is also known as Mac Protector, Mac Security, Mac Guard, Mac Shield. Mac MacDef, and I think uh there's another one that's called Advanced Mac Cleaner or something along. Like, it's AMC. Um, just that and that's just based on cleaning up my, my neighbor's laptop that I just had to deal with. Uh these are internet rogue security programs that are installed by unwitting users of computers running OS 10. Uh the program appears in malicious links spread by search engine optimization poisoning. Uh, on sites such as google image search and when a user accesses these links a fake i love this a fake scanning window appears uh originally it was in the style of like a windows xp application uh, but they got so much more sophisticated later on and they did it like an apple kind of interface and claims that it is scanning the system's hard drive and it'll come up and say well you've got you know two thousand three hundred and sixty seven instances of, of all these terrible things that will make your computer you know melt into waffle syrup and unless you pay us uh some amount of money for a license to this these programs to install the software and what typically happens is instead of actually protecting against the viruses that it, it claims that it found uh it hijacks the user's internet browser to display sites re- related to pornography. Uh, it can also expose the user to identity theft by passing on credit card information to a cracker, uh, a newer variant actually installs itself without requiring the user to enter, enter a password. Hmm. And, um, almost, almost every single one of these require a user to actively click through an installation, uh, process, even if the password is not required. Now, have, have you guys ever had to deal with any of this, if, either with your computers or, or friends' or family's computers? Not
3: on the Mac, no. Plenty of times on Windows machines. Yes, but definitely. I've never never had to deal with any of this stuff on a Mac so far.
2: Okay, well, the only, so far.
3: The, the, yeah, so far. Um,
1: I've had, I've I had my – um, oh, sorry. No, carry on. I've had my Firefox browser um, compromised once. So I can't I, – I have no idea where I was. It was probably somewhere where I shouldn't have been. Um, and all of a sudden, I got... It came up saying, this has been detected. You've got dodgy software, which I haven't for, for the first time. Ever since I got a Mac, I never bought, I got dodgy software. Loads of time back in the days PC, But now, software's so cheap, I tend just to buy it. But anyway, it's come up and says, you, you know, you're in trouble with the FBI, basically. You pay this, blah, blah, blah. And... Um, Back in the day, on Windows, obviously, I would have been a bit screwed because you never know if you got, really got rid of thing. All I did on, on the Mac is <laughs> I inside Firefox, reinstalled Firefox, and it got away. Now, I do know there's a simpler <laughs> way of doing that because you can just get rid of a certain P-list or something and change it now. I found out. Afterwards.
2: Well, there's, there's, usually, there's usually a bit more involved than that. Um, and I would actually recommend, because I've got a link into that program I just used, because I went through uh, my neighbor's computer, and I, I looked in Activity Monitor. And I looked through uh, uh, Safari, which is the only browser she was using at the time. And I looked through a couple of other things and found like just all kinds of instances of this junk, got Mm -hmm. rid of it. And I was like, well, let me look online. I looked online and I found this program, installed it. And it found like four or five other cases where this program had just littered stuff and left stuff behind. And I'm, I'm guessing that if, I hadn't found those things that eventually, either through, you know, going to a particular website, or whatever, it'd be like, ah, okay, you are on this website and you obviously want to reinstall Advanced Mac Cleaner. or you know, Yeah, I mean,
3: there, there, are, there are cleaners out there called, you know, like AppDelete and AppZapper. And in yeah. fact, I, I, I use Hazel quite a lot because Hazel's actually got a, an app sweep. Uh, built into it as well, which you can toggle on and off. And
2: yeah, I, I actually have that on those, as well. Those programs are, are typically for programs that you've installed that, you know, you mostly, you just don't need anymore as compared to something like this, where yes. you may or yeah. may not Agreed. know that something is going on in the background. Whereas the program that I'd link to, will actually it has, uh, you know, definitions of some of this different kind of malware. And just say, oh, okay, well, here's some, and here's some, and here's some. And it found, even after I'd cleaned up this woman's computer, uh, there were still, I think, like over 10 files that were scattered among you know, various nooks and crannies in the operating system that it found and got rid of for me.
3: So, so far, we've got, we've got Fake Flash, Genio, Mac Defender. We're not advising people go out and install these, No, unless God, no. Abso- unless, unless they absolutely really want to have hell on a high water.
2: Yeah, and if that's what you want, why did you move to a Mac? The next one is called Mac Sweeper, which is very, very similar to, uh, what's the one I just said before? Mac Defender. Uh, this is downloaded through something called KIVVI Software. Uh, this is a company that uh, I guess has a rogue website. Uh, as a drive-by download or silently downloaded with another application now if you go to various sites to download even if you even if it's legitimate software um uh, what's the one that's now affiliated with cnet uh downloads.com is Downloads. it yeah 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 downloads.com which used to be a great site uh now it's like no one's watching the store because you could end up with with something like this that's kind of downloaded along with the, you know, whether or not it's a legitimate download or not of the software that you wanted. And then you'll end up with something like Max sweeper that is also installed kind of a side loaded application that's installed at the same time that you're loading this other stuff. Um, now, once it's automatically installed, Max sweeper supposedly scans the computer and informs the user that many of the applications on their computer, such as iCal and dashboard, uh, are fat binaries or trash and must be slimmed immediately. And when the unsuspecting user tries to remove objects, they are told that the trial version downloaded cannot delete the supposed trash and that the user must provide credit card details to the company for their $40 lifetime subscription serial key. Um, Max Reaper is, is from, from what I'm seeing, is pretty much garbage. I would stay away from it. Now, this last one hey, this is the one? <laughs> yeah, um, these guys have actually been at Macworld. They had a booth in macworld, uh the Macworld Expo, and I had talked to them, but the the first thing that kind of brought them to my attention was their advertising, which is like everywhere and super annoying, and apparently. Um, not only is their advertising bad, but the program itself is not very good, and they've been subject to uh, a couple of different lawsuits. Uh, it, it's an in- according to what I've been reading, it's an invasive program that many reviewers have claimed allegedly does more harm than good. You haven't said what it is yet, by the way. Oh, I haven't. MacKeeper. MacKeeper. Uh, their advertising practices and former difficulties in removing the software led to many of the lawsuits, like I mentioned. Uh, there and let's remember that that if you're on a Mac, there really is no absolute compelling need to run currently antivirus software. Uh, that, but there are two well-regarded and uh, free antivirus programs available. One is called Avast, A V A S T, and Avery, Averi, A V E R I, and there'll be there'll be links in the show notes to both of these. Um uh, a very is currently getting a better score from most of the sites that I've seen, but that doesn't mean that Avast isn't also very good. But just remember that with Apple system changes and new malware threats all the time, that one program being better than another can easily change. And you know, just and the other thing to remember is just because you're on a Mac that can't currently get a virus in the, in the classic definition of like a windows virus, that doesn't mean that that can't change tomorrow. There are always, always, always new vulnerabilities being found, not just with windows, but with OS 10 and within iOS and all the rest of them, because let's face it, if these, if these operating systems were perfect, we wouldn't be getting updates. We wouldn't be getting security updates.
3: I think that's where a lot of, you know, both Windows, I think Windows, to be fair to them and and Microsoft, have actually gone a long way over the last few years to make their systems a lot more secure. But you can't, you know, the, the biggest problem between something happening is actually sitting at the keyboard. That's where What's the that? problem P- is. So P- it's, it's all it's all about education. And we're all we're all there. We're all there are times when you'll sit and you'll click and you'll we're clicking through and you'll click on something and even the geeks will suddenly go, Ah, I wish I hadn't clicked on that you know, because you get fed into something and you know they, they do little tricky little things to get you to click on stuff to do it. So we're all vulnerable. Yes. But can I just back up to Matt Keeper sure. just for a short while, please, guy? Because that used to be renowned and recognized as a very good piece of software. What people didn't like was the fact that, one, it was pretty difficult to get out of your system. But it was recognized as being a reasonable piece of software. And if you go to their website, there's actually a review, a YouTube review on there from Dave Hamilton. Oh, really? right, which, which Yeah, which they're pushing. However, if you do a little bit of de- digging, that video is from 17th of March, 2011. Yeah. So that's why whenever you see anything, just see if you can do a bit of digging in the background. You know, they've, they've very kindly put a YouTube link to that because uh, um, uh, you can play it on the homepage. Well, was it, was that the from YouTube, the
2: Macworld Expo or was that him doing a review? For yes, the no, it was a,
3: no, it's on Macworld Expo. See,
2: because I did a video with them as well.
3: Yeah, well, they didn't like you. Apparently Um,
0: not.
2: (laughs) Who does? You know,
0: so,
3: so, but Dave Hamilton uh, and John Braun, very well respected, and they're on there doing a review of it. And also, Matt Keeper, it won't just sell you their. One piece of software. It comes with about sixteen pieces of software: Uh, internet security, anti-theft, fast cleanup, duplicate finder, update tracker, backup, files recovery, disk usage, data encryptor default apps, shredder, fast, loads of stuff, and And it's really cheap. It's it's a bargain. You know, you value that at four hundred and seventy-three pounds. According to this, I could save up to ninety-six percent. I only have to pay for for twenty-four months, five five pounds ninety-five a month for the privilege.
2: (laughs) For software that you'll find very difficult to remove from your system.
3: <laughs> so, you know, don't, don't feel if you ever get caught out by any of this software. We're not having a go, particularly no. at MacKeeper, we're having a go at all software where, this, you know, where you get caught out or you feel that you want to get rid of it. It should be easy to get rid of. And those that aren't are the ones that you don't want. But probably you find that out too late. That's well, and, and to stuff. be
2: fair to MacKeeper, um, as I was kind of researching, I, I didn't put this in the show notes, and I probably should have. Uh, as I was researching this, uh, they have now made it very easy to remove MacKeeper if, if you want to.
3: Because they've had a bit of a backlash recently. Oh, and, yes. You know, yeah. yeah. So, so it, what we're saying is don't jump into stuff. Just back out. Go onto Twitter. Go onto Google, or go onto a you know a, a search engine of your choice, and just type in and have a look round. You would do it if you were spending money on any other system or anything else. It doesn't matter how cheap it was. Just do a bit. You know, ask the question. Ask yourself the question, and then ask other people the question. Other people the question. You know, how good is this stuff?
1: I think yep. you've left one out here, actually, Guy. Yeah, what's that? The unsolicited tech support call.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> um, oddly enough, the only one of those that I have gotten have been on my cell phone because I mean, we still have a landline phone, but we get so many calls from solicitors that we typically, and as Gaz can attest to, as we're recording the podcast, all of a sudden it be like, ah, damn it. I didn't hang, didn't kill the phone before we started to record. <laughs> um, we typically just don't answer our landline. And if, if, if it's important enough for somebody to leave a message, then we'll check the message after. But yeah, um, there are people that will actually call your house and say, well, we've, we've determined, you know, we're Microsoft support or we're yeah. Apple support.
3: I love those calls, though. I do love those calls. I've never if gotten I've got one. about time, oh, I love them. I, You know, I'll sit and I'll go through and I'll pretend I'm looking at the screen and then I'll say something which is a bit of a hint that I'm not on a Windows machine and, the, you know, and then they'll go along some other issue and then I'll ask them to reconfirm their status and they'll give me some sort of identity and I'll say, well, hang on a minute, let me just cross-check that. That's not the number I've got. And that throat i just love playing with them but you know you (laughs) have to be careful because they 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 are very clever these people they are very
0: clever
1: They are are. and i've got a particular reason to to hate them as well because i had a friend a few years ago who who was diagnosed with cancer and he he was like under chemo and things like this and they called him up and he's he's not a tech guy and they suddenly said to him on the phone you we've detected this out of your your laptop can you do this this and this and he goes okay and he's following the instructions um, and then he gets, he, he tells them, like, you know, I've, I'm, I'm not that well off at the moment. I'm suffering from cancer. I'm, I've only got about six months to live and things like this. And uh, they still took him through the whole process and still done him for 120 quid. Sure. And it wasn't until the next week when he came into work and spoke to me and he said, oh, I had this thing and someone called me up. And, and I went, oh, my God. And I had to tell him that, you know, he'd basically been ripped off. And sure enough, his computer was totally infected. I said, right, now you've got to go and – like cancel your credit cards. You have got to redo your credit cards. You got to basically. I've got to now take that hard disk and basically destroy it because I cannot trust whatever's anything. on there, yeah. anything. So we had to go and get the whole his PC totally repaired with a brand new hard drive. You know, if if they managed to get something into RAM and stuff, I don't know. But and it was a whole rigmar. And I just thought these people are just. Well, it was just in that case, particular case, they were just scum. He he actually told them that he was
2: suffering from, from cancer, cancer. Yeah. and they yeah. still and they went care. through. No, they, they, they absolutely they did. It not absolutely they absolutely just shocking. want, they just want the money. And if, you know, if, if somebody is reduced to eating cat food because of all the money that they've stolen from them, it's like, well, it's their own fault for being so stupid. And And, and that's, yeah. that's the attitude that I, I, I hear not only from like some of these hackers when they get caught, but also from people that I would think, would be highly regarded in tech circles that seem to have the opinion that, you know, if somebody gets caught at this, that, well, they're just an idiot and there's nothing, there's nothing I can do about it. These are very, these are very clever processes, real people who have to face the consequences of a mistake. And instead of looking at them and saying, well, you're an idiot because you did XYZ you know, why not just say, what can I do to help? Which is kind of yeah, what I do yeah. with, with my neighbor here. Um, my wife says I have a hero complex that I walk around with my hands on my hip going, dun, 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 who has and the, the cap- next problem for a guy, you know? And a cape. And a cape. Actually, she has, She ha. for my birthday, she bought me a Superman t-shirt that has like this little Velcroed cape on the back <laughs> of it, related, related to all this, because I'm... <laughs> My neighbor isn't the only person that I do this for. There are other people, uh, people at work. There are people, um, some of my wife's other friends that will come up. They know that I'm a Mac guy and they're relatively new to the platform and they'll ask me how to do this and how to do that. And, you know, and it's, I, I don't mind helping people with this stuff because for a lot of people and and it's not like you know, long time yeah. listeners to this show know that I am not exactly like a, a, a super expert.
3: Ed. Ed. I, I, don't, I don't want to interrupt, Guy, but we are going quite long.
2: We are. We are. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, Carl. Yes. Would you get us out of this section before I say something else? Okay. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho,
1: ho. It's time. Now, what's it? I forgot what to is. <laughs> <laughs> well, ho, ho, ho. Stand by. To stand by. And we'll be right back. Well, in theory, anyway.
3: Hi, I'm Bart Bushotts, host of the Let's Talk Photography podcast. Each month I gather together a panel of photographers and we chat about a theme related to the art and craft of photography. It's not about the gear, it's about making better photos regardless of your camera. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. Opinions as hard-edged as Buddy Epson on Viagra, the G-Men on the MyMap.com podcast.
2: And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is the third and potentially final section, though we all know better. Um are, uh, 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 Carl! Yo. Are are you enjoying yourself? I I am. It's a new definition of the word enjoyment, but I am yes, absolutely. Okay. And 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 if you agree with something, what do you typically do? Hmm, I nod my head.
0: You do hit it. Gases
2: tips mostly. Gases tips mostly. Gases tips. Most it. tips. tips. It's time for Gases tip. Boy, that was easy. It was, wasn't it?
3: Incredibly easy. <laughs> I'm surprised, actually. Um anyway, have you ever wanted to take uh, a note of a map location when using your maps either on Mac or on your iOS device and then just, you know, send it easily to a, you know, a document or remember it for later? Well, how about sending them to a note? Obviously, notes on your Mac or on your iOS device. And when you open that note with that map location that you sent to it you can just click on it and whichever device you're on it will actually open up the map with that location so i just tried it out and i sent a map location to um, a note on my mac that note was then synced across to my ios device and from within ios device i clicked um, on that map location, and it opened it up in Maps, and then I moved to another location and added that location to that same note, then went back to my Mac, and hey, voila, in Notes, that location had been added, and when I clicked on it, it opened Maps on my Mac, and it showed me the location. Easy, easy, peasy, lemon, squeezy, as Carl would say. Mm-hmm. Did it send you to the right place, though? No.
1: I'll tell you what they are poor old maps. It comes in for such a kicking it's a no button. I love it, I, use
2: it, I use it all the time. I use it all the time
3: i use I use maps all the time and the other day actually, I was struggling to get home and it got all of the traffic on there. it got all the delay traffic and i i i I use it all the time i I only use Waze occasionally because well, I'm you know, I'm pretty much going to the same place backwards and forwards. I'm not going all over the place. And I think Waze can be quite useful and is quicker for updating. But anyway, that was my tip. We can talk about maps afterwards.
2: Yeah. Nod's head. Ah, and yeah, I would just say that maps is quite noteworthy. Hit it. That's the end of Gazze's Tips. That's the end of Gazze's Tips. That's the end of Gazze's Tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the town? Will
3: you let me finish?
2: Gazze's
0: Gazze's.
3: Tips. Wah, wah, wah.
0: <laughs> but yeah,
3: I know you use Waze a lot, don't you, Carl?
1: All the time. Um, in fact, I'm, if you go onto the leaderboard, I'm like 198 Waze hey. user, in the UK anyway. Um, yeah, because it's like, I'm always I'm out all day basically driving around, and uh, the amount of times, suddenly I'm driving along, like my norm, I know all my routes, I know, I know where I'm going most of the time, but all of a sudden it will say, come off at this next junction. I think, Why? And then if I look ahead, I can see there's a big towel, towel back of something or as an accident happened up in front ahead of me. And it's great, so it just routes you around the traffic. And yeah, uh, yeah.
3: now maps if, maps will do that as well, but I don't think it's probably quite as responsive or as quick as Waze. It's got that community it's got that community yeah. thing where yeah, people it seems, throw it in yeah, there. It's yeah, it's crowdsourced. Yeah, a my, lot of the information that's a, the a word I was looking for, crowdsource. Well done, guy. Thanks very much. No.
1: <laughs> Apple Maps does actually use Waze data. I'm just not sure. I don't think it's updated real time. There's obviously some delay because yeah. something's going on. It does, it does amaze me, though, how they do the traffic because if I go to Google Maps, for example, or Apple Maps, I'll suddenly see like my road just down, down the lane here, um, and it'll, it'll say there's a lot of traffic. But that's not a main road. That's just like a normal British back street.
2: I'm thinking, yeah. how do you know? <laughs> Because there's no sensors sensors or anything (laughs) down there. It's weird. It is weird. Is that your uh, app pick, Carl?
1: No, no, my app picks. Um, Do you want me to do my app pick?
2: Yeah. So just coming
1: out, I think it was last night, actually, Modern Combat 5 for the Apple TV. Now, I can't give you a link, of course, because you can't link to any Apple TV apps yet. Um, But Modern Combat 5, uh, this has been out on the... um, the iPad and the iPhone, for some time now. And it's really good, if you like your Call of Duty type games, it's a really good uh, first-person shooter. And because of the Apple TV, I went and splurged, I bought a a controller as well, and I was just playing it all all this morning, just continuously level after level, and it feels really good. Um, Obviously, it's not got the massive capabilities of an Xbox One game or a PS4 game, but you know, take those limitations into account. When the Apple TV... TV came out and there were a lot of games on there, they were basically just like, um, we roads and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they were very simplistic games, uh, or, or they looked like Wii games, for example. But with this and a recent car game as well, it came out fairly recent. There's two decent racing car games now on the Apple TV the names escape me at the moment, but you're starting to see some of the graphics, um, coming to their own. And they're really enjoyable, playable games. And you can either play the single missions, single-player missions, or you can go online and find a load of, of other people to run around and shoot them, if you so wish.
2: Well, let but me uh, ask you something. The the controller that you're using, uh, what, kind of, what, what kind I of That's just what I was going to
3: ask. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was just, just going to ask, actually, which controller he uses. But you you got a slightly different question there, Guy. So
2: Yeah, I was going to ask about lag. Um, there is absolutely
1: no lag um, because it's – They've used that Bluetooth technology, and it's also one of the newer ones, and it's, it's instant. And I'm using the Nimbus uh, Steel Series controller. Nimbus, Just,
2: N-I-M?
1: Yeah, B-U-S. And it's the one that Apple used in its advertising when it, you know, on their website. It's the one that's pictured next to the Apple TV. Uh, I think it's about 40 quid. No, that's uh, not bad.
2: I'll have to look into that, because yeah, uh, I've tried the – it was one of the car games using – the um the apple tv remote and it was kind of weird the card game basically you're at full throttle the whole time unless you mm-hmm. hit the controller which breaks yeah so it was like okay um if i tried that on the, the highways here i you know <laughs> myself and everybody else would probably in my area would be dead so probably you'd have to be use so- ways to get around you
3: yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question. I, I I can see one here, which is the Still Series Stratus wireless gaming controller. Is that, no, not is that, that one. The one? Not, not that, that
1: one. one. Not one. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll give you a link so you can put it in the show notes. Okay, um, before the show's over. But um, yeah, it's called the Nimbus, uh, and it looks basically like a slightly smaller Xbox controller. Um, it's got all the buttons there. Like you got the two trigger buttons. You got the Y, B, A, and X. You have got the digital trackpad, um, position pad thing. You have got two joysticks or thumbsticks, whatever you want to call them. Nice. Um. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. And you've got a menu button straight in the middle, so you can just go back to the menu and stuff. Um, there's a number of games that have just... have a whole brand new lease of life since I've started using this controller. And this is just the latest one, Modern Combat 5. Um, but there's a number of really good apps coming out just in time for Christmas, which if anyone's getting an Apple TV in their stocking, they're going to be very happy. Now, I know I've listened to your show in the past few weeks, and... And, and Gaz has said, <laughs> Gaz is like somewhat perplexed why I love the Apple TV so much. But um, see, the difference, the, problem, the difference is I haven't got a signal coming into my house. So I've got no aerial, I've got no cable or anything like that. All I've got is the internet uh, connectivity. So, you know, so the fact that I can now watch live TV through the TV player app is fantastic. I couldn't do that before, really. Um, and that's why I've
3: ranked it so high. And what, and what about the fact that um, iPlayer is now there as well?
1: See, I was never really—I uh, never really used to use iPlayer, even though I had it on various devices. I never really used to use it because I didn't like the way it was set up, and it was always slow. It always seemed to be really slow. Um, the version they've done for the Apple TV is really fast and nippy. The quality is there instantly. Like, it's magic. it shoots up to yeah. HD almost yeah. straight away. And yeah. when I, when the app came out that evening, I just basically sat down and watched iPlayer all night long. And I was most happy watching the old documentaries, uh, various drama shows and things like that. I couldn't be happier. It's the first time I've really used iPlayer. The only thing missing for me currently now is Amazon Prime, if that comes out.
2: Yeah. Yes, allows you to yes.
1: add, and there's, you know, rumors are very strong that they are producing one within the next few weeks. So
2: that would be awesome. Be good. Oh,
1: yeah, they won't let you buy content for it because then they'd have to give their thirty percent of silver to um, to Apple. But there's no reason why you can't look at the streaming services that they offer. Yeah. Well, I
2: mean, if you're a Prime member, that's you. You can't join Prime through that app. But if yeah. you're already a Prime member, then you just sign in, and and all that content is there. That's
1: it. Sorry. Yeah, so it makes sense for them to be on as many platforms as they can be because it entices people to buy the Prime uh, subscription.
2: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm hoping they're going to get – there was this, this great uh, UK documentary. I'm trying to – oh, I remember. It was called The Black Adder. It was so <laughs> great. I love that documentary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What about
1: the one about the hotel? Did you see how like how we run hotels in this country and talk Yeah, to but there? I mean
2: that guy was so mean to to the, 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 the waiter bellboy. I, I didn't like that. Right. Okay. Gaz, <laughs> what do you got?
3: Um, I, I'm going for notes. Actually, I think Apple Notes is great. I'm using it all the time, and you know I, I've given a couple of links for uh, some MacWorld articles on how to use Notes on the Mac and also how to use notes on your iOS device, but it syncs really quickly and you can add PDFs in there. You can throw map locations in there. You can create bulleted lists. I'm, I'm going for notes. I'm, you know, I'm all over it, all over it. Is, It's great. Do you know one thing I wish them, they'd add is the ability to share a note
2: yeah. with,
1: you know, and yeah. both operate on it yeah. at the same time. True.
3: Yeah. Give you that one.
2: Yeah. yeah but you yeah. could do that. You could kind of do the same thing through messages though.
1: Well yeah, true, gas gaspa, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh my app picked this week, uh, I kind of already said what it was. It was uh Malwarebytes anti-malware program. It's a free program. You can find that at malwarebytes.org. And uh that will help you find if you have any of the the bad things that we talked about in the previous uh uh previous uh section. There we go. Whoa. <laughs> I'm losing my. mind. How
3: easy is it to remove this malware bytes?
2: <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> They're like, no, no, you have us forever.
1: <laughs> Do you know the only problem with it? the site looks like one of those dodgy
2: sites? Yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's not a good look. Ah, uh, well, at least it's not done like. Yeah, XP. but we. I
3: mean, let's let's be honest. All three of us are used to not having a good look. So
2: yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Every time. Sorry, shave, except
3: for Carl. He's really pretty, fella.
2: <laughs> well, it's that, it's that pink iPhone that he has. You're just jealous. Yeah. You didn't get one. Yeah, Shut yeah, up. boy. That's it. Yeah, we're jealous. <laughs> I, I've even got a clear back
1: on it now so everyone can see that <laughs> I've got. It's surprising. No one comes up to me and says, You've got a pink iPhone, mate. It's Cerise.
2: Well, you're <laughs> also like, what, six, seven? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that may have something to do with it, too. You see, <laughs> We've got a pink The guys on the, Ma- on the Mac and Force show. They are perfectly willing to give you a hard time about it because they're not in the same room. Gaz is trying to move the show on you. Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead, Gaz. We've got a people's pick.
0: We do.
3: <laughs> it's from, um, it, it, apparently, this is 586. I don't know why that's in brackets, but, you know, <laughs> there you go. Um, I do, really, and I'm just messing with Guy's brain. Yeah, okay, this is so from hard. Troy Muller. Just checking this one out at the moment to see if it's useful. It unlocks my MacBook using the Touch ID on my iPhone six and looks if it look it locks and locks it <laughs> if I walk away from it automatically. So basically, it's currently three. Uh, so there is a link which we'll put into the uh, show notes. Um, so it looks like there's a you can lock your Mac. Um, Link your Mac up to your iPhone, which probably already is up anyway, and uh, obviously uh, enables you to use your Touch ID on your phone or iOS device um, to uh, to unlock your Mac.
2: Cool, like it. We'll check it out myself. I think I do like that. Um, we have lots of stuff in Google. Plus. I've just been I've
3: just been brought a, a, an egg sandwich.
2: Oh well, I hope you have enough to share.
3: Uh, yes. <laughs> For me. Do you if, know? If, if, no. Oh. <laughs> now we're going quite long, so should we do Google yeah. next time?
2: Yeah, I think we'll, we'll do we'll do Google next time. Sorry, folks. Um, I know I kind of promised that we were going to get caught up on that, but well, we did catch up a little bit. No, there's still there's still a lot there. Um, uh, how are we doing on Facebook? How many liquors do we have there?
3: We've got an extra liquor this week.
2: All right. Ooh, I like liquors, Carl. If if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, we're trying to move on here, not doing so well. Uh, If somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do it?
1: Uh, Best way probably on Twitter, uh, Claw0101. That's it? Just, just, yeah, at the moment, because I, I, I really can't say at the moment when my show's coming back, because um, I've got to wait for work to calm down, basically. Um, so I don't want to like, give out any specific dates at the moment. But um, unless you want to go and check it out, macandforth.com,
3: you can also get us over there. If, this, if there are any listeners who haven't heard the Mac and Forth show, go over, download some previous episodes, and have a listen.
2: There yeah, you go. chances there you go, are it'll sound, it'll sound very familiar if you listen to this show. <laughs> on, on a regular basis. Ah, uh, because you know what how as crazy as we are, they they kind of take it to that next level cuz they usually have four people acting crazy. Oh, yes. Yeah. And sometimes you guys come on. Yeah, I don't get to come on often enough cuz you usually record on a Wednesday.
1: <sighs> yeah, well, stop give up work. Oh, it's is a fair, that all I fair have? Fair exchange, to do? isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah. You can be on you a podcast and- once a week. <laughs> good
3: good
2: show. What could go how, wrong? Would people, how
3: would people contact you, Guy?
2: Oh, well, if they wanted to get a hold of me, uh, all they would have to do is send an email to guy, G-U-I, at mymac.com. And you can also find me on the Twitters at Claw0. No, no, that's not it. Uh, Parrot. <coughs> Ooh, <coughs> stereo. <laughs> stereo. <laughs> oh, And um, let's see here. <coughs> we, have, we have a... a com- Gaz and I have a combined Twitter account. Uh, that's Guy and Gaz. G U Y, A N D, G A Z, Z on Twitter, and you can also contact Fearless Leader Tim, who still has not come to his senses to get rid of us, and that would be feedback at mymac Uh, Gaz, how can they get a hold of you? Ever
3: so easy. Uh, gaz at my mac.com is the email. That's gaz Zed. at mymac.com. Or Gazmaz on the Twitter. That's G A
2: Z M A Z. Third. Not too quick. Zed,
3: Zed, 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 Zed. We've also got a Skype number. Which oh,
2: shut us- your mouth. No, we don't.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually do. Plus one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Carl, what's that number again? It's plus one. There you go. 703-436-9501. And,
2: and I would like to say thank you to both Gaz and Carl for being on this week. And thanks to all of you for taking the time to download the MyMac.com podcast and, and giving it a listen. We really do appreciate it. And, you know, guys, I think that we're good enough, to, and that we're smart enough, and that... <laughs> Dog got it. People pretend to like us. Gaz und Karl denken Guy. It's ein Nutter. Guy kann nicht von jedem dies
0: bestritten decken.
3: Danke. <laughs> Apparently, that was German. <laughs> Gaz and Karl think Guy's a Nutter. Guy can't think of anyone. To dispute it, and that, yeah. folks, and um, we must say that probably we've got to wish you a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year and happy hackanon. Hackenhen Hackenhen. He was a he was a dry F one driver. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and, um, I don't know. Actually, before before we end the show, uh, I don't know if we're going to do uh, a podcast next week with it being like right in between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, but yeah, just in case that we don't, uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks to all of you and uh, and both, as guys said, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And happy holidays! Happy holidays! And uh, Carl, of course, you know we we don't wish anything like that at all. <laughs> well, thank you very much.
3: Yeah.
1: Happy holidays, everyone. Happy Christmas, everyone. Everyone. So.
2: Okay. We'll say end Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can reach this and other great podcasts all on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, the Club Podcast, the Let's Talk Podcasts, OWC Radio, the Deeper Look Podcast, and the Mac Gist. Fornicate off. You see... See, now ooh. you can say... Now, 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 Gaz, please repeat what you just said a second ago.
3: I'm really struggling to get this
2: damn software to work properly. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's not quite you said what you said to Carl. <laughs> yes, I told Carl to fuck off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In a clipped English accent. Which- <laughs> With, but, and his pinky was raised, so it's okay
3: It was, I was having a cup of tea at the time <laughs>
1: said, That's how the oh, fight in
2: this country Carl? <laughs> that's, that's how the what fight
1: am- starts in a pub That's how we <laughs> talk before we all kick off yeah. yeah Oh damn you, you rotter How dare you look at my girlfriend like that, you little
3: <laughs>
1: Anyway, how are you, Carl? And did you enjoy um, the film?
3: I loved it, I absolutely loved it I. Do you know what? I, I could have gone back in and watched it again Without mm-hmm. a shadow of doubt, a doubt, straight away. But afterwards, I started thinking about it and thinking, it, it's it's kind. Of, and this isn't giving too much away, guys. So don't worry too much. Um, it's kind of a reboot um, of the of the first three, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink.
2: Say no more.
3: <laughs> when you say the first three,
1: do you mean I mean the first?
3: Uh, yes, yes. Right, that's why yeah, I said I that's why I said wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. I, I... <laughs>
1: Absolutely no, no. That's fine. It still doesn't tell him anything. I mean, um, no, that's true. No, I thought it was I thought it was really good. And then all those I did, shit. I did.
3: I thought the, I thought the imagery was good. I thought the storyline was good. I like. I loved all of the jokes. I mean, that half hour of jokes in the calf was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what was, Jerry Seinfeld when he came?
2: Yeah, yeah. he says, "What with these aliens? Who <laughs> brought Seinfeld. all these aliens in?" Now it
1: was it, it made a change because I'm watching I'm watching Star Wars like new Star. I thought, my God, this is the first time I've actually had to read the scroll. Yeah, in yeah, in like yeah. a decade or whatever. Yeah, this is yeah, fantastic. Right. Yeah. And it actually was a good scroll rather than trade negotiations have been going up that. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was like what? Oh, oh, oh! It's about the Trade Federation. Oh, yeah. The Trade Federation.
1: <laughs> no, the, just the first <laughs> sentence. You think yes? Let's get going.
2: <laughs> So I hope that keeps up
1: for at least. Yeah, a, Prince, Princess
2: year. Leia is her own sister. What?
0: Hmm.
1: But you you're, you're, you're just got to say it, dude. It's fantastic. Uh,
2: uh, yeah. I, it's no. No. The, really spoiler, the spoiler has to be that they reveal that Luke and Leia actually aren't brother and sister to make up for the kiss in the first movie. So it's like, so oh, okay. So the so kiss heard, is okay now. So
3: you've, so you so you have heard about it then?
2: <laughs> no, not exactly. Not exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got. This to
3: is be. a spoiler. All right, I, right. but I'm oh. gonna I'm, I'm gonna try and be as succinct as I can.
2: Ah, uh, just hit me with it.
3: <gasps> there are deaths.
2: <gasps> Wait, next thing you're gonna do, you're gonna tell me that something blows up, and you know what? Uh, only once. <laughs> I, I'm just not buying that. They <laughs> wouldn't do explosions in a movie again. It's more uh. of a <laughs> it pops out of existence.
1: But it actually looks like something's actually blown up, rather than just being computer-generated.
3: <laughs> this stuff. Well, that, that's 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 a shame. I was hoping you was going to hear some home truths. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, guy's not here. Let's slam out of him. <coughs> no,
1: I think I think we, we call that spoilers. He might hear it post. Okay. <coughs> oh, pardon me. Now you got me doing it. Stop it.
2: Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Wait, hold on. I really feel a big one. Oh, here it is. Disgraceful. I know. That's me all over.
1: All right. Uh, I to end some. that one in a bum note. Why? I just, just re- you know, talk about my mate who had cancer and stuff, and they screwed him.
2: Why? No, no, that's fine. I mean, it's just an example of, of you know, what kind of scumbags these people are.
1: We're <laughs> festive, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah. And, and it's not like they're the only ones. They're, I mean, the, the fact that there are people out there that will do anything that will say anything. And, and I'm not even necessarily talking about, uh, <coughs> uh, computers. I mean, just in general that they'll do or say anything to separate you from your money. They don't, they don't care what your circumstances are. It's like, I I'm, I'm going to get one over on you because I can't, you know, I, and I put, I put, uh, comment trolls in in the same category. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna. Bastards! Start. Uh, they are, they are. They just complete, they're. Com- I I just get, I get so irritated. And it, the biggest problem, I think, is the relative anonymity that you get online. That unless yeah, mm-hmm. you're willing to actually track these people down, and a lot of times they go through a proxy, so you couldn't find them even if you wanted to. That the, the fact that, that there is no consequences to the things that they say and the things that they do, that, you know, they figure, okay, I can be a right bastard and, and who's going to stop me? And that should never be the motivation for doing something that, you know, you doing it because you can get away with it. That's, that's just, that's an awful way to live. And it's just an awful thing to be. And I get completely disgusted by people like that. Anyway, so, hey, I'm all happy again. La, 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 Okay. So whenever you're ready.
3: He loves putting you on the spot.
2: He? I do. He does, I do. don't he? All right, oh, then do a backflip oh, while, oh, oh, while you're oh, singing, oh, while you're oh, singing oh, uh, Cabaret. Oh,
3: will you let me finish, Guy? Carl. <laughs> Carl, make <laughs> sure it's funny. Oh, yeah. oh
1: God. No, That's no, it.
2: That's all I ask.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Ready? Yep. Yep. When you're ready. <laughs>
3: just do it yeah just go ahead anytime (laughs) you sot. right anytime come on but but, but. right Yoda's Yoda's dead you know shut up